Welcome fitness enthusiasts, trainers, and wellness warriors to Recharge. I'm your host, Becky Cody, and I'm thrilled to have you join us as we dive deep into the heart of the fitness community, connecting professionals, and delving into the business of health and wellness. Whether you're a seasoned fitness pro, a budding entrepreneur in the industry, or simply someone passionate about leading a healthy lifestyle, you are in for a treat. On this podcast, we're not just talking about sets and reps. We are building a community, exploring the diverse facets of fitness, and uncovering the secrets to success in the ever-evolving fitness industry. Each episode, we'll be bringing you insightful interviews with leading fitness professionals, business experts, and community builders who are shaping the future of fitness. From nutrition trends to the latest in workout science and from building a thriving business to fostering a supportive community, we've got it all covered. But this podcast is not just about information. It's about connection. We want to create a space where you, our incredible listeners, can join the conversation. Have burning questions? Need advice on a fitness challenge? Want to share your success story or discuss a trending topic? Reach out to me on social media and we'll feature your thoughts and questions in future episodes. So lace up your sneakers and get ready for a journey into the heart of fitness. Whether you're here for the knowledge, the inspiration, or the camaraderie, you're part of a growing community dedicated to making the world a healthier, happier place. This is Recharge, where passion meets profession, and together, we're building a stronger, fitter, and more connected world. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the first official episode of Recharge. If you spent a few minutes listening to the intro, you know that part of my mission for this podcast is to to connect with other fitness professionals to discuss trending topics and the secrets to success in the ever-evolving fitness world. Our very first guest is one of my all-time favorite coworkers. We worked together from, I think, 2015 to 2020 when she moved from New Jersey to California to fulfill a lifelong dream of living on the West Coast. She became a member of my team at a very young age, fresh out of college, and immediately began making an impact on the gen pop clients she served. She's bursting at the seams with knowledge and has always had such a sane, healthy, intelligent approach to strength and conditioning. Kelly Alakakos, I'm so happy you're here. Please introduce yourself. Hi, thank you for that kind intro. I feel literally the same about you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so to sum it all up, I grew up in Ringwood, New Jersey, and I was addicted to sports. Like I know you, Becky, you're like, I was the most uncoordinated person ever, but unlike you, (laughs) I was a kid who played a lot of sports and I went to college for athletic training. That is why I basically went to college for athletic training is because I love sports and I dreamt of working with the New York Giants, which <laughs> did not happen. Um, and then when I was in college, I became a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor. And that, and then now I'm here. I'm in San Diego. And so, the rest yeah, is history. I just have to Moved. say that it's a crazy leap to take to become a personal trainer, especially knowing what you already knew, because most people who start out as trainers 
don't make it past a year because of the burnout aspect and because of all the energy that you have to and all all of the hard work that you have to do. Um, so you really have to be invested in helping people out and you really have to get some fulfillment out of that. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that the reason I really kind of gravitated towards personal training and group fitness was because I really did not want to throw away my education. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, Hey, I'm literally graduating with an athletic training degree and I'm not going to be an athletic trainer. Um, so yeah, my junior year of college, I was like, I need to switch this around, but I still wanted to use my love of like anatomy, physiology, rehabilitation, injury prevention, and things like that. Like I still had an interest in that and I still do have an interest in that. And I think that my career has evolved into really honing in on that. And I like that it's a full circle moment kind of, and all of the years leading up to that. I have found my, my, my little box now, but I'm still willing to grow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my next question was going to be, how did you tra- shape your training philosophy? But it sounds like, sounds like you kind of just answered that. But for the people who don't know you, what is your training philosophy and what kind of went into that? Oh my gosh, I'm just going to keep it really simple. And my training philosophy is like, own the basics and stay consistent. Um, I think I have attended a lot of certifications in the, how many years, almost 10 years Mm -hmm. that I've been doing this nine, I guess. Um, and I just feel like every certification I've attended, it's always been a, a, like an imbalance or a corrective for like a push, pull, squat, hinge, core rotation. It's things like that. Like whether you're going to Pilates, you're doing group fitness, you're, personal training with someone like you are learning the patterns of a squat you're learning all of these things but that doesn't mean that you have to train through injury and I think that that is a really big takeaway where there are patterns set in place but certain patterns for yourself need a little bit more TLC so there are numerous regressions progressions and I think that that's why it's really good for personal trainers and coaches to get out there and experience different certifications so they do have a little like library of things to kind of gravitate towards but yeah just to keep it simple is just get into a routine stay consistent in that routine own the basics and just feel good yeah (laughs) I love that and I think it's really neat that I got to see you I got to see that play out from when you were a very young trainer and you are you have stayed so consistent and uh, half of the people who are listening to this podcast are trainers I know that and uh, we're all familiar with all of the tips and tricks and new exercises and this new band and this new flashy thing Um, so it's really Mm -hmm. a testament to you that you have just stood your ground and you've just been doing your thing this whole time yeah, I've definitely gone through a lot of tools, like <laughs> physical tools. Um, if you did know me through DFIT, I mean, I had a BOSU ball class with bands, which uh, I don't know about that anymore, but um, lesson learned and, you know, it's an experience. Um, a stability ball class, a steel maze class, animal flow. Like I've literally kind of dove into things and really immersed myself but I think everything that I have done leading up to this point has gotten like me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And 
for that. I'm just, I don't have regrets. It's just like, okay, that's a lesson learned and I'm going to move on. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about what you're doing now in California versus what you were doing in New Jersey. So the transition from New Jersey to California, um, I worked in, you know, a boutique studio in New Jersey and I had a lot, you know, it's working as you fit. You have a lot of room to just kind of like be yourself, like figure out what you want to teach and kind of go into that. And so teaching and personal training, I had what I felt was like, I was at like the top of my career kind of like, I was like, okay, like I'm good. Like, I am great where I am. I was comfortable. And then all of a sudden my husband's like, okay, we're moving to San Diego. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now I'm going to pick up my whole life and I'm across the country. And I thankfully was in strength faction at the time where I got to talk to um, this trainer called named Wes. Showed up. Actually. (laughs) Yes. And he was actually like my, my like mentor in this because he had moved around a lot and I was like what do you do like I didn't want to start from square one I was like I have worked in this industry and I've worked my butt off to get to where I am and now I'm literally going to the bottom basically yeah and that was a really scary thought for me but now I I kind of built my own business I worked for DFIT virtually and I'm so thankful for that stability during the COVID times but then I started doing online clients myself and kind of start my own business. And then I just had had it with virtual life. Like I, I still do a little bit of it, but I was like, I need to get back into helping people in person. And I went to a certification, the CFSC, and I went to this place in Carlsbad where I where I work right now, Carlsbad, California. And after the certification, I reached out to the owner and I was like, do you have any like need for a coach or anything? You know, like this was like my only interaction. Yeah. (laughs) And um, which props to Daniela. She was the one that was like, you should like send an email out. And then that's when I met my boss now at Resilient. And he was like, yeah, I would love to have you come on. Plus he loved that I did that. Like if anyone is looking for a job, like just take the initiative and just like reach out, put it, put a hand out there and just, put the feelers out because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But to be able to do that, you had to be ambitious enough to take the cert. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I took it online, which I then audited in person. And I, I highly recommend for any trainer to go do that certification. And oh, yeah. I did it like twice, basically, because I did it online and then I went to the in-person. I will do it again for the next every three years or whenever you have to certify again. Definitely. Like, it is such a stable certification. Definitely. It's my first recommendation to anybody who's just starting out because it's hands-on. It's not just a test that you have to sit there for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I resonate with that story because I just did something similar. (laughs) I left a stable position. (laughs) I know. I know. I left a stable position where I just had everything and I'm the new person again. So I don't know. It's like, it's definitely like an emotional thing. Um, And if you don't, if you don't, you know, dig really deep and uh, believe in yourself, it can really mess with your mind. Totally. Like the what ifs can start just like drowning you a little bit. Like what if that didn't happen or 
what if you didn't have to take this next step? You know, like it is just so like debilitating at times. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that the the growth aspect of it is just we sometimes get into these comfort zones and the push out of that comfort zone it just makes for a better story in the end. And yeah, what a great like little start for this kind of revamped podcast yeah. of like recharge where like you're going through literally what I went through four yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Somebody said it best and I will obviously not name names, but somebody was questioning, you know, why I did what I did. And, um, something that she said was, yeah, some situations support survival, but not necessarily growth. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I was. Yeah. yeah. So all things are good. Okay. All is good. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. So you, you were training predominantly adults, and now I see that you're training adults and also kids. How has that been? Oh my gosh, I would love to go back to like middle school, high school days and be one of these kids. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone else feels that way. Like, if you go to like my current jobs, like Instagram, and see these kids, like, I'm just gonna put resilient, go there, and you will see these kids. They are insane and it is so eye-opening to yeah. train kids because i feel like when you know we're training like general population or we're training adults like yes there's like the guidance factor and there's like the confidence boost of just like no yeah like i have confidence that you can do this like kind of thing with mm -hmm. but with kids it's like a totally different feeling because they are just so like innocent and it's like sometimes you have to like pull them back like especially like middle schoolers i feel like they literally walk to like the heaviest one and they have like too much confidence you're like hold on <laughs> like maybe not right now like they want to just like attack the whole gym right. all at once and you're like wait we need to like build on this but i really think that it's so important to really pay attention to these kids and it's also for like grown-ups and adults to really pay attention like you're really good at you know advocating for this but they're always listening. They're always watching. And it's like, if you don't take the initiative to have a better life and have a healthier life, like your kids are just going to follow that kind of path that you're setting up. So the kid, like kids want to see people, strong people, like resilient people, confidence people in front of them, and they will attack whatever you have placed at them. And I think that is so important. And yeah, especially that's a like, great lesson. The, yeah and like the younger girls that i work with too like i just like i just want to like put them just like to the side and just be like it's all going to be okay yeah. like you know like just keep doing this especially and like the men like the little like younger boys too like i want to do that as well but i just feel like the younger boys like i don't know like do you feel like that with logan absolutely Dylan? like no the like, world is different the for confidence them. It's so different. Like yeah. the confidence level of little kids, like like middle school kids, they just like come in like ready to work. But like the confidence of a young middle school girl in a weight room, it's kind of like they're a little timid. Sure. And I'm just like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> right, right. They're lucky to have you. That's really cool. Yeah, um, I'm I'm so happy to work with them. Yeah, I mean, we all learn so much from our kids. So you're just, you're getting this accelerated before you have any. I know. Your kids are going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so you also train a lot of groups of adults. What are some tips that you can give to people to get the most out of group fitness? 
Okay, so I have two tips. Well, I have many tips, but I'm going to go over two tips. <laughs> okay. The first tip is to immerse yourself in the group. Like, talk with others. I mean, where I work now, we cap our groups at 10, and that is way different than where I used to work. It was more of, like, 18, 25, you know, like, things like that. But, like, kind of have that camaraderie and just make some lasting relationships so you feel like you're part of a community because – like you want to show up somewhere where people like actually care about you. Like I have a 6 a.m. group currently and I my slogan for them is just like, don't let the bed win. Like just show up, don't let the bed <laughs> yeah. win. And it's just this funny thing because then if someone misses on a day, either they're texting me like the bed didn't win, my kids won or something, yeah. or they show up the next time and all the other people are like, oh, like where were you, you know? And so like, funny. it's this big community. And then- my second is just to stay consistent and consistency does not mean 365 days of the year. It means whatever habit is sustainable for you. So if it's two times a week going to the gym and you can hold that and then do things outside of the gym, do that. But like, I feel like, especially now people will just throw themselves at like five to seven days. And they're just like, I need to hit five, to seven days. It never works. And then works. it's not sustainable. And then they give up and then they're like, no wonder why we're not like, you know, working out or hitting the strength goals that we want because it's not a sustainable habit. It know? never works. It never works. Burnout mm -hmm. happens. Injuries happen. The lack of recovery keeps you from hitting your whatever goals that you have set for yourself. And then it just ends up being hard work for nothing. Totally. My opinion. Totally. It's like, it's such a struggle. And I feel like I'm always battling that whenever I see a new person walk into the gym, I'm always like, okay, this is your first day on a scale of one to 10. We're coasting at a six or a seven. Yeah. Like we're not redlining. And then also like take your time, like baby steps. Mm -hmm. All the small steps that we take make huge impacts in the end. And like it, it really is true. Absolutely. And I feel like people think that we just say that. <laughs> no, if you let the system work, it will work. We promise. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to feel like you crushed yourself. And you probably shouldn't feel like you crushed yourself every single workout. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> so like Please what advice no. also, I think that you've just been such like a sound voice for women in addition to, you know, kids and, and everybody that you train. Do you have any advice specific to women? I feel like I hear this all the time. It's kind of, I feel like it's just this broken record. Um, but I'm just going to say it because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just piggybacking on what everybody else says. Sometimes it takes use, a million times. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's just this broken record. Use weights that challenge you like, and, and it's not just like use weights that challenge you. It's just like that coasting. Like we all fall into, like, I can even say myself right now, like, veneer did not start how I wanted it to. And that's fine. But I am in this like comfortable state of training. Like I am not challenging myself whatsoever. And that's fine. Like periods of time, like cool. But it's the, it's the way of just like, we're not going to see the progression that we want to see in our strength or in just if we want like some kind of aesthetic change. We're not going to see that if we just keep going for the same weight time after time. And so what I always say is 
if we're doing three sets of a movement, you're grabbing the first set as your light set, kind of like, okay, let's how, see how our body's feeling today. The second set is just a little challenger. So like, so it's like a medium set. And then the third set, if we can do it, we just grab a heavier weight. If not, maybe that third set, you add two reps to the weight that you use in the middle. But it's just that like comfortable coast mm -hmm. is just what kind of holds, what I find holds everyone back, not just women, but like especially women. Because yeah. we're just so used to, oh, I'm going to stay in like 10. Right. Or like this. And because we're like scared to hurt ourselves. But exactly. we're really just hurting ourselves in the long run. Right. You know? And if you're afraid of injury, which is a valid concern, then there are coaches to help you. Exactly. Like I said, the regressions, progressions of the whole library are available for you. <laughs> Absolutely. The world is available. Okay. So we are ready for our rapid fire questions. And this is just where we get to little, oh have a little bit of fun. These are not fitness related. <laughs> um, so I'm going to begin with the first one, which is, what is your favorite movie? Okay, I always say Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Which I don't think that it is, but it's just like... <laughs> Are you someone who doesn't watch many movies, so you just like well, don't want to answer the question? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of like I don't really have a favorite movie, but if there was, I just, I kind of skipped to like the parts that I really like. Okay. Like, I just like the fashion aspect. I actually wanted to go to school for fashion. I this. So yes. I really resonated with that yeah. but then like I feel like that movie may have turned me away so. yeah yeah no <laughs> plus it's so cute Anne Hathaway is in that movie right yes okay yes. so I have a very unpopular um, opinion of Anne Hathaway I don't like to watch her in movies and I feel like I always <laughs> like catch it for that a little bit because um she's such like a like a good person I guess she's like friendly and cute and bubbly but for some reason I like cannot handle watching her on, on no I get that because there is a part in that movie where she gets a little sassy and I'm like okay Anne Hathaway like I can't with you right now <laughs> and I kind of speed it up can't can't okay next question what's the best piece of advice you've ever received okay it's not really a piece of advice but it was a piece of paper that was given to me in college and it said life's challenges are not supposed to paralyze you they are supposed to help you discover who you are mm. and I really like that because I feel like it has helped me propel myself in college I kind of went through a tough family time and I feel like it was focused on things that you can control not you can't control so I think that that little quote that I had on that piece of paper I've like just taken with me through every little chapter of life because it's just I'm going to focus on the things that I can control and not control like I can't I can't get overwhelmed with everything else you know right. yeah I love that that's a little piece of advice for you Becky I love that <laughs> I will take that with me maybe I'll write it on a piece of paper <laughs> what is your favorite thing to do in San Diego Okay, you may think like surfing or yeah. something like that, but it is literally just going on Saturday mornings. Matt and I have this standing coffee date oh. and we go for a walk to the beach and we just like take a half an hour and it is what we have done every Saturday morning for probably like three years. And I love it so much because it just like grounds me yeah. from the week. <laughs> right. That's wonderful. Big coffee addict. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a trainer. <laughs> If you're a trainer and you're not a coffee addict, you're just it. not a coffee addict yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is... Talented. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> haters are going to say what you're going to say. Haters are going to hate. I just watched her Eras tour and dang, she is talented. So yeah. whatever. I appreciate her. She's got some stuff. She's got some stuff. Okay. What is your favorite junk food? Bagels. Ooh, good one. And it's really hard to come by. I wasn't by expecting that. <laughs> Matt, like, recently learned, my husband, he just mm -hmm. recently learned how to make bagels. Mm -hmm. um, and it has been a wonderful addition to our to our nutrition. <laughs> but, no, it just bagels are great. And I think I like them. I think that's probably my favorite junk food because I don't get them a lot oh, there you out go. here. So right. then I just splurge when I'm back east. <laughs> as you should. As you should. Yes. All right, friend. There you have it. If you didn't catch on, which I'm sure you did, Kelly is an incredibly solid fitness professional and more importantly, a kind and supportive hu human being. Check her out on social, see what she's up to and spread the love. Kelly, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Kelly underscore Alakakos, and you can find me at Resilient Strength and Conditioning in Carlsbad, California. I almost just said New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for having me no, on. This thank was you. so fun. Pleasure was mine. This was so much fun. All right. If you feel strongly about this podcast, feel free to spread the love and give us a five-star review on wherever you listen to this. All right. See you next time.